Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you choose to listen to us. Welcome to Eleven Pieces of Me, a show where guests gets to come on and pick their favourite players. It's not always the best, just players that they have enjoyed and have meant something to them as they're growing up. With I'm your co- I'm your host, <laughs> Ali, uh, and with me tonight is the boss of Man in the Post, Ross. How are you doing, Ross? Yeah, good mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Giving Ryan a little break tonight. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a, a quite a Leeds heavy pod, so we thought we'd get uh, Ryan off of here and me onto it. I think. Yeah, so I'm 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 playing the role of Ryan tonight. Um, so on that, Ross, why don't you introduce the guest? Okay, yes, obviously I'm a massive Leeds fan, and uh, I, I hate to Twitter to please seek out other Leeds fans. And where best to start for Leeds content than Mr. Andrew Dalton, better known as LUFC Stats? Andrew, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very good. Welcome on board the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate being on. How was you? How's you? How did you get on picking your team? It's tricky, isn't it? <laughs> It's t- it's tough. Uh, as I sort of said off camera, there I've done it based on players that I've watched as Le- as a yeah. Leeds fan. I've grown up watching Leeds since 1991. My first game was April the 13th, 91, and we lost five four to Liverpool. Hell of a game that was four four nil down at half time. I think I was six or seven years old, uh, and then we came back. To ended up five four. Should have actually acquired Chapman. Should have had a goal disallowed. Uh, and then I've, ca- I've kind of gone through the eras of players, and it's very difficult. The, the thing with Leeds is there's probably been three eras in my lifetime. Yeah. One, winning the league in mm-hmm. 91-2, which I don't really remember because I was only young at the time. Yes. The David O'Leary era, which I've gone for quite a few players uh, in, in that particular era. And then there's kind of the Marcella Bielsa up-and-coming era now at the moment where we sit top of the table yeah. uh, as, as football is, is kind of paused at this present moment in time. So it's been tough. There's some tough decisions in there. Some people will agree, some people won't agree. The, there's a couple of controversial calls in there, but it, <laughs> it's basically on plays that I've watched that I think have, have done the job for Leeds United. And I, do you know what? I went through so many different formations in my head. <laughs> I can't. I kind of settled for, for the the obvious 4-4-2 because it's, it's just the way. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. And I, I kind of love my four four two. You can't go four wrong the back, four on the midfield, and two up front, and you can't go wrong with that. And it's it's kind of my preferred formation, really. Nice. When I did this as a guest, Ali gave me so much stick for so long. Uh, kind of famously yes. for Mark Viduka being the, the, my uh, in my team alongside Ronaldo and Del Piero. But oh, brilliant! What a man! The brilliant. Love Viduka for his four goals against Liverpool. <laughs> Phenomenal. He had four shots that game and scored four goals yeah. and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and brilliant that. Like, another game that Leeds were two down, three two down, and somehow yeah. clawed it back to win four three. Just unbelievable memories. I want to come back on as a guest in, when Pablo retires, but I don't actually want oh, Pablo to retire, so I'm kind of. Don't. <laughs> we, we, need, we need Pablo for the next four years. We do. 
and then, then he can. Well, I don't want I don't want Bielsa to ever leave because what mm. he's done to the club has completely transformed the club uh, from a team that finished what thirteenth two years ago to a team. Yeah. Okay, probably should have gone up last year, and hopefully we'll somehow go up this year, uh, one way or another. Yeah, let's start with your keeper then. Yes, uh, goalkeeper had a couple of choices. Uh, my first goalkeeper that I watched was John Lukage yep. uh, back in the sort of early 90s. Uh, also, Paul Robinson uh, was in there as well, so I had a, a great spot, especially maybe in the Champions League era. But yeah. you're probably yes, one of plump for the best <laughs> goalkeeper I've ever seen in my lifetime is Nigel Martin. Some of his yes. displays uh, just since signing from Crystal Palace in 1996-97 for the start of the season, just incredible. They kept so many clean sheets when George Graham came. And he just made save after save. I remember his, sec- his, second, his first home game against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, the, the score could have been 4 or 5 nil, and just made save after save after save. And as good as Robbo was in the Champions League era, uh, and Robbo's game against uh, Barcelona when he mm-hmm. just kept everything out by the Rivaldo gone last minute was just sensational. But yeah, Nigel Martin from 96-7, uh, 98-9, was never present. 2001, he missed half the season because of an injury. Mm-hmm. And then 2001-2, just brilliant. He was kind of frozen out by Terry Venables uh, and then obviously went to Everton. But for me, the best goalkeeper I've seen uh, in my lifetime at Legion United, just unbelievable shot stopper. Uh, and uh, he's my choice as number one without any shadow of a doubt. Nice, you can't go wrong with Big Nigel. He was fantastic. No. And I... No. At the time, I thought, fine, let him go to Everton. We've got Robbo, we've got Scott yes. Carson in the wings as well. But yes, I regret that now. I think yeah, he was good yeah. for another year or two. Yeah, I, I think I think the problem was that uh, Martin had been at the World Cup uh, with mm. England and South Korea and Japan. Venables gave him a bit extra time off in the summer. These were playing, I think, in the Far East in China in that summer of 2002. And by that time, um, Martin lost his, his spot as Leeds United uh, number one and never played again. Yeah. Uh, and by that point, Robbo was an ever-present. I think he only missed a couple of games the following year in 3-4 as well. Mm. Uh, and I think Scott Carson played in those two games at Old Trafford against Charles left of the season. But yeah, Nigel Martin is absolutely outstanding for me and I don't think I've seen a goalkeeper better. Ali, Nigel Martin? Yeah, I mean, I don't think until I looked back on a keeper like Nigel Martin, I probably respected how good he was. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was because... I, I, I mean, obviously, when I started to become educational about football, needs were kind of on the decline. Mm. As mm. So mm. Obviously, you had the, the old era when they were peak leads for me. Uh, yeah. Or what felt like. Um, and obviously, with Robinson taking over, Rob, to me, Robinson's always the, the leads goalkeeper. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... When you watch him back, you just you know there's nothing flashy about him. Probably that typical night goalkeeper. Yes, very much so. Safe distribution. Obviously had the odd mistake in him. Yeah, most of them did back then, um, and probably unlucky not to get more England caps than he did. Yeah, and I think had it not been for David Seaman, I, I think he probably would have done. Seaman was outstanding. <laughs> Yeah, another one of these let, let go back in the, uh, I think, the early 80s. Yeah. Because uh, he, he was a trainee at the club. But yeah, not being for Seaman, I think he would have probably had more tournaments under his wing. But yeah, mm. N- Nigel Martin for me, just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. All right, you said you went for, you went for going for a 4-4-2. Let's have your, your right yes. back first. Right back. Again, there's there's a, a few options uh, in there. I didn't really get to see much of Mel Sterland. Because uh, when I was coming to football, kind of the early 90s, uh, still had quite a lot of injuries. Yeah. Uh, he did feature quite a lot in the 91-2 season, but I only kind of 
went to a few a few games that season. Uh, Luke Ailey, uh, obviously been fantastic since he's, he's, he's joined Leeds from Bristol City. But for me, and again, probably no surprise, just for longevity, one club man, uh, played under a million one managers at Allen Road, is Gary Kelly. Yes. Uh, made his debut against Scunny in uh, League Cup time 1991, uh, and then just went through the eras, uh, through obviously the World Cup, Josh Graham, David Leary, etc., etc. And it was a shame that he was, he was kind of frozen out at the end through through Dennis Wise, but scored some great goals against Southampton, free kick against West Ham, uh, brilliant uh, goal against Wigan in the FA Cup, and free kick against Crystal Palace, and just played his heart out for, for Leeds United. Gary Kelly in some wonderful appearances, and it shows how good he was that his first full season as a professional, he went to the World Cup with the Republic of Ireland in, mm. in, in USA '94, and yeah, captain the club on New occasions and just thought it was a wholehearted uh, right back for me and I'll say he came from Ireland we had a lot of decent players at that era his, uh, his nephew in heart came through as well so Alan Mabry was there Steve McPhail was there as well so but yeah for, for just for longevity to, to do what he did in his career at Leeds uh, it has to be Gary Kelly for me it's mad that he started 91-92 and then he still played yeah. Dennis Wise Yes, yeah, he, 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 he didn't get a championship winner's medal and didn't feature in, in the 92-3 season. It's funny because Melsonville had an injury mm. at the start of 93-4. Kelly went on tour with Leeds in Ireland uh, the summer of 93 and made his league debut. He, he first league start, should say, to Man City and never looked back. And yeah. I think he went on a run of about 100 odd appearances before he, he missed a game and that was for an international call-up. So, yeah, had it not been for his injuries, I think in 98-9 with the shin splints, he could have made a lot more appearances. Yeah. Uh, I think he got to 500 against. Luton uh, in 2005 and a fantastic professional, a model professional, and, and somebody you'd always want on your team. Yeah, definitely. 500 caps for football games for one club is always something to be. It's, yeah, really it's very rare. It's probably up there with with the one club men, the likes of Ryan Giggs and dare I say Gary Neville, who, who've been one club players as well. And yeah. Kelly had an opportunity to move to Sunderland in 2002 3, turned it down, and obviously uh, finished career at Allen Road. Yeah, Ali, Gary Kelly, do you remember this boy? Uh, yeah, again, yeah, it's kind of synonymous with Leeds, isn't he? He's the only one you, when you're thinking of like players and def- defence, he was he was such a stalwart in the defence. Um, I mean, a 15 year career as I was mm. from from beginning to to almost the end, he was he was first choice as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. And just the consistency, um, as Andrew mentioned, like the to, to put together like a hundred plus games in a row, um, not missing games is just yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly what you need, especially in that era. Where you know sports science isn't up to, the way yeah, very much so. Yeah, that run of games is just phenomenal. So yeah, I, I'm glad so far it's two players I actually know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've done well so far. We have, we have. I think we brought in players to try and kind of replace him. Danny Mills came in and couldn't really. We did, and, he, and, and again, Kelly got injured, and Mills came in for the Champions League, and Mills started a lot the next season. But Kelly kind of saw them all off, and the yeah. long, longevity he had was just incredible at least. Yeah, it's amazing. Good start. I'm looking at this so far. Uh, what about your left back? Yes. I, I had two, and you probably can guess which two. <laughs> uh, the first one, and didn't make it, I just thought he lacked something in defence was Ian Hart. Yep. Great, great left foot. Brilliant left foot. Some of the goals they score are fantastic. Uh, the one against Deportivo is probably one of my favourite ever goals I've seen as a Leeds United fan. But it just, to me, there's a game against Newcastle. I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday, actually. We were throwing up against Newcastle just before Christmas. 2001 and all three goals came down his side mm-hmm. lost 4-3 and for me I've gone for Tony Dorigo oh. 
championship winning uh, player. I saw quite a lot of Dorigo, sort of 91, 2, 2, 3, 3, 4, 5, 6, and so on and so forth. Yeah. One of the left four. Scored an absolute blinder at Sheffield Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, when we won the league in 91, 2. Again, had it not been for Stuart Pearce, we'd have probably got more England caps. Yeah. And, and again, just, just part of the fabric that, that won that, the title, basically. And I just think he had such a sweet left foot on him. Uh, and again, injury kept him out, I think, of the Coca-Cola Cup final in 96. Uh, against Aston Villa, uh, and yeah, just just for me, a cracking left foot, left foot, probably the best left back I've, I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, he's fans of the Leeds of that era. He's he's still the best yes. left back we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. As I say, Ian Hart would have gone in, but I just think he lacked something in defence, mm-hmm. and I think he lost a yard of pace after the Champions League winning the Champions League season, should I say? Uh, and he got found out quite easily. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do feel for me just Tony Dorigo ahead of Ian Hart. Yeah, I, I can never agree with that, Ali. Tony Dorigo. I'm shocked I'd half wrote Ian Hart down. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I, I just well, got a bit presumptuous. Um, just Ian Hart's obviously the one that, I yes. guess, you know, is synonymous for maybe outside, as you say, you guys are, you know, more in tune with, with Leeds specifically, where yes. we only see highlights or yeah. they're against our clubs, so it's different, I guess. Um, I, I don't remember much of Tony Dorigo. The names, it's like, one of those names you never forget. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know much much about. To be honest, uh, for you, Ross, do you well, agree with that? Yeah, I absolutely love this pick. We had him and Sterling on the, the, the fullback. Yes, year we won the league. We did. And it, yes, clubs do it now with these attacking, bombing on fullbacks. And we had this in ninety one, ninety two. It was how Ross yes. doesn't get enough credit for the football. No, and he was he was ahead of his time as well, Co. As well, he doesn't get enough credit for being the last English manager to win the top flight as yeah. well. So. But yeah, played for, Villa, yeah. for Chelsea for Leeds. Went yes, back to yes. Went to Italy as well. Played for Torino, and then I think he played at Derby and Stoke, and I think then he'd had enough, uh, and then ended up packing it in. So, yeah. but yeah, just because of his his all round game, he just edged it ahead of Ian Hart for me. Yeah, scored a fair, fair few goals as well. He uh, did. Uh, your first centre back. Right, this has been tough, and I'm probably going to get slaughtered for some of these. And whilst we had Chrissy White and Chrissy Fairclough yep. that, that won the title, but for me, with Leeds United in November 2000 made a statement. <laughs> it's a statement we look back on now, thinking why did we spend that amount of money on him? <laughs> but the best, one of the best centre-halves I've ever seen at Leeds is Rio Ferdinand. Yep. Look, I know it ended acrimoniously by going to Manchester United. I understand that, and understand the hatred between the the, the two sides. However, when Rio was on the ball at Leeds, my uh-huh. God, he, he, he was, what, 21, 22, 23 years old. Yeah. He had such a presence about him. Obviously, got a crucial goal against Deportivo, then scored against Liverpool, and scored against his uncle, West Ham. And he just felt so assured with him in, in, in the back. Mm. And it was just a shame we didn't make the Champions League the following season, because I'd love to have seen him. I know he played in, the, I think, six of the, of the games the follow, the, that season in 2001. Yeah. He just had so much about him, and that's why Man United spent the £30 million on him. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was so calm. I thought it was so relaxed on the ball. It's just a shame we had to join Man United. <laughs> but f- f- for me, obviously, he was made captain of the club in the summer of 2001. Uh, he just looked so assured. I, I went on to have a brilliant career at Old Trafford. Yes, very jealous that he did one of the medals that he did. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's in the media now, but he, he just just so calm. And he, when you had him in your, in your defence in that 2001 season, you just knew what you were getting with Rio. And, and that's kind of why I've, I've, I've picked him ahead of certain other players. Yeah, one of the first proper ball-playing defenders. He very much so. Could have yeah. played in midfield. It, 
Yes, he had a bit of Bobby Moore about him because he came from that West Ham School of Excellence yeah. uh, back in the mid-90s. And I, I, just for me, look, I could have put Fairclough, I could have put White. Mm-hmm. I don't remember enough of them. Uh, I'm more with Dorigo because he kind of played further on than Fairclough and White. Uh, I don't remember enough of those two to, to put them in the side. I more remember sort of the 95-6 the and going on era, really. So just for me, Rio Ferdinand ahead of others. Yeah, that goal against Deportivo. I don't remember the goal at all, but I remember the celebration yes. where he must have leaped yes. six foot in Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So I was speaking to John Bradley uh, about it. John Bradley used to do the radio air commentaries mm. uh, back in the day, which I used to grow up listening to, uh, and he remembered it very distinctly. And yeah, just, just that, that era just was synonymous with Leeds United yeah. to come so close to, to getting to the Champions League semi-final. Sorry, the final uh, would have been brilliant, but yeah, Rio Ferdinand, the first choice for me. Yeah, class. Ali, Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, I think... <laughs> unfairly on you guys I think a lot of people forget they actually went to Leeds yeah yeah because I I did for a minute there and then it's not till you think back and then you remember seeing him in the Leeds kit but but it's 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 a no-brainer um if you're a Leeds fan it's probably a no-brainer if you're an England fan um having him in because yeah. I think as you said Andrew he was one of the first ball playing centre-back yeah very much so very much so for all these I, I honestly believe he's still underrated and underappreciated yeah mm. because we even hear Man United fans talking about like Vidic being good and all these. Yeah. Good, but Vidic, and you, there's a thread going about just now on Twitter at how bad Vidic actually was at defending. Um, well, he got sent off against Liverpool three times. And a, oh, yeah, three games in a row. It wasn't even. Yeah. Um, and Gerard's come out and said the, the the whole plan was to stay away from Rio and go on to Vidic. Vidic, yeah. is no world class striker by any means, but he knew to stay away from Rio Ferdinand and go on to yes. Vidic. Um, and I, I just feel because of maybe the the kind of playboy look that Rio had, and yes, in the media for more than football stuff, you know, when he was when he was younger, I feel that his actual football side of the games looked fast. He is yes. one of the best defenders England has ever produced. Yes. yes, very much so. And obviously had all the caps of England, captain England as well. Went on to captain Man United, and just for me, you rightly said just a a ball-winning defender and bringing the ball out from defence, one of the earliest ones you've seen in the in the Premier League era, really. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think it said a lot about the, the player and the character as well, like going from Leeds to Man United, yeah. you know, and, and the snide he had on the park, like I've seen it obviously being a Liverpool fan. <laughs> yes. I think yeah. he had that to be a top, top player yes. at that level, and that's why he succeeded and won so much. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Um, your fellow centre-back? Right, this again, this was tough. This was tough. I could have picked Don Matteo. Don yeah. was so versatile. I'm so pleased he made a full recovery uh, from, from, his, from his ill health. I could have picked Jonathan Woodgate. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, he just didn't, wasn't there long enough for me. Okay, he had four or five good years. Mm. Uh, from came through in, what, 98-9. Just, again, disappointed. It wasn't his choice to leave. No. But the one I've gone for, and the captain of my side... Captain of Leeds, 200 on appearances, the chief, Lucas Radderby. Yeah. Uh, again, wow. I think the thing with Lucas is when George Graham took over from, from Howard Wilkinson, it turned Lucas into, for me, a world-class centre-half. Mm-hmm. Went to the World Cup with South Africa in 2002. The goal he scored against Spartak Moscow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> will always live in the memory. Br- brilliant header late, late on. And the goal he scored against Partizan Belgrade when he yeah. sat on the floor. <laughs> uh, and he managed to the ball in past Damien, which was brilliant. And again, another player there. Probably would have had more opinions than not been for injuries. Got injured in 94-5 against Coventry, then got injured against Wolves at the start of 0-4-5. Mm. Didn't like the seasons with a 4-5 in, unfortunately, to Lucas. Nice. Uh, 
Uh, and then he, he came back for last day of the season against Rodman, his testimonial on May the 2nd, 2005. Again, wholehearted. And I don't, I don't often recall we actually saw Rio and Lucas play together that often no. because of the injury situations that Lucas had. And I know he missed the whole of the 2001-2 season because of injuries that he got. Uh, so, and then still went to the World Cup with South Africa. But, yeah, just for me, just epitomised Lee. He actually got shot, I think, in South Africa yeah. before coming over with Lee. Also came over with Phil Massinga, God rest his soul. Uh, Lucas came over with, with Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, Phil Massinga came over with Mamelo Sundowns and just talked to Leeds. I know he was a bit homesick at first and possibly was wanting to go home. I know he's, he's very high regard on uh, Ellen Road and obviously we see him when he, he comes over and does the odd game here mm. or there. So, yeah, uh, my bat for uh, Nigel Martin in goal, Gary Kelly, Rio Fernand, Lucas Radovic, Tony Ego, which I, th- I think is a bit of a, a backboard to fear with. Pretty solid. I don't know. Obviously, I, I love Lucas as much as any other Leeds fan. Ali, what do you, yes. kind of as a Liverpool fan, is, is he? Where do you rate him? Because Fergie absolutely loved him and tried to get him a few times. Yes, he did. I think at the time, I think he would have been almost a guaranteed starter for for Liverpool. You know, at the time he was at guys. Um, I think who up until at least probably the. 2002, maybe mm. he probably would have been a guaranteed starter. Yeah. Uh, obviously, after that, we had well, 2001, Julio. Maybe from 2001, actually, before when Julio came in, we, we obviously got a lot more tighter. We started bringing in, you know, Marcus Babel and, and players like that. Uh, and Stefan Honshaw and Sammy yeah, Pierre so, and what have you. And, and I, I'd say rather he's probably looked at not enough again, apart from in Leeds, because again, as you mentioned, you had Jonathan Wood get there. Yeah. So the name was there, and arguably again one of the best players in the world. That depends mm. on the world at the time. You're talking Rio Ferdinand. You even mentioned Don Matteo, um, yeah, who I know quite well as well. Um, so I think it's probably unfortunate. Well, who cares if it's unfortunate for him? What other fans think of him? You know, the fans who who he played for loved him. Um, and again, it just happens that this guy lives up to the reputation as well. Very much so. Yeah, it's not like it's one of those players who it's just like a uh, a club legend because of, you know, a couple of incidents or that. This guy was, you know, it was a 11 year career. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very much so. I mean, there's a quote online, I don't know how true it is, because Wikipedia, that Nelson Mandela comes out, this is my hero. Yeah, Yeah, he did. He he came to Leeds in 2001, did Nelson Mandela. I obviously opened the Mandela Centre and I think Lucas was there and I think they had a chat and what have you, so... Yeah, I think they were very good friends. I mean, that's even just having that alone, you know what I mean? That kind of says what kind of guy he is. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's a, that's more than a, that's a, that's a hell of a... It makes you feel sorry for Leeds, you know, when you see this team yeah. put together. You're just like, what the hell? <laughs> I know, I know, and it all got torn apart, sadly. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, let's start on your midfield, then let's start on the right-hand side. Yes, again, a couple of choices. Uh, I was probably a bit too young to see Strachan. Uh, obviously, because I don't know, brilliant. So, so I first started getting ready in 92 3. Yeah. Uh, but for me, again, another one you, you probably enjoy. Should have got to the Champions League final, was cruelly denied in the semi final uh, against Valencia. Should have played, yeah, the decision against Valencia to ban him was ludicrous. Yeah. The, the performances that he had in the, in the Champions League whilst he was in court was incredible. It's Lee Bowyer. Yeah. I know nearly signed for Liverpool in 2002 3. Uh, just wow just the energy that he had he was a real box to box midfielder yeah. some of the goals he scored in the Champions League the goal he got against AC Milan that Dida threw in his own net kind of got leads on the way in the Champions League and he, he was just absolutely sensational and I loved watching him 
again, it was it was a shame the way it kind of ended with Lee Bowyer. Mm. Uh, I think he just fell out with Reese Delano. Obviously, the, the thing with the court case and what have you possibly didn't help, but he was loved by a lot, a lot of Leeds supporters. As a player, and I'm talking about his on-field antic, just wow. And I'll never forget the Anderlecht game that he scored the winner in the 87th minute, being caught in Humberside all day, <laughs> got flown over to Ellen Road, highly trained, ran out on the pitch, three minutes left, there, picks up a loose ball from Alan Smith and beats the goalkeeper and wins the game and, and stops sets Leeds on the way to the quarterfinals. And yeah, just wholehearted Lee Bowie, just unbelievable. I was absolutely gutted when he, he left and joined West Ham in, in 2003. Yeah, I went to the game where he returned with West Ham and yes. the atmosphere is very, very bad. I mean, it wasn't a great time for Leeds at all. But No, it was quite vitriolic uh, against Bowie, which I, I felt quite yeah. sorry for him because fans sometimes have short memories uh, and what he did for Leeds in the Champions League era mm. was just phenomenal. And if, if we could ever... Uh, relive those times again. Uh, it should never have been banned against Valencia. Colina never seen it. Uh, some official had picked up, and I think it rocked the side in not being. And that's no disrespect to, to Eric Backer because Backer was brilliant. Mm. Uh, I just think you've got to leave bonus. How you have got that box to box midfielder that can go from one end of the pitch to the other. I think it's just absolutely sensational. Yeah, Ali Lee Borea, a, a player who is probably. He's, he's good days I've forgotten about because of the antics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. On field, off field, um, which is a shame, again, with players like that. Again, it just shows how good Leeds were in that area, in that era, sorry, not area, yeah. um, and, and how strong a team they had and, and how good Boyer was at the time. Um, it's just, again, it is a shame and it just shows where his mindset kind of went later on that, you know, all the, the off-field antics and the on-field, as we know, with the, the Boyer situation. Mm. I think that's what he's always going to be remembered for from most of the footballing world. Yes, yeah. About, it was an absolute travesty that he was suspended in that Champions League. Uh, yeah. I remember watching on the TV. Um, I think most people, you know, were, were egging leads on that year. Yeah, they uh, second club, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it all went downhill. <laughs> and and it's, there's, there's just key moments in games. Um I'll Whether never get that Milan goal, it's brilliant, and it set us off. It, it set us off on the on the road to the semi-finals. Mm. Uh, you win that game. We just lost four 0 to Barcelona. Yeah. You win that game, and then we go and beat Besiktas cast six 0 Bowie gets two. Scores against Barcelona. Yeah. Scores against him. Just unbelievable. Just <laughs> unbelievable days. And you knew he would just run till, till he would drop till he stopped. Basically, yeah. Bowie. Just sensational. One of my favourite all-time Leeds players. See, Ali, he had a £9 million move to Liverpool, all agreed. And then Julio pulled out because he, he was convinced that he didn't have the hunger or desire to play for Liverpool. Wow, I didn't, I didn't realise that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 2002. He might have got you into the Champions League that season. I know you lost to, you lost to Chelsea in the last day of the season when I think Bronco and Desai scored. Uh, yeah. Great times, great times being a Leeds fan with Lee Bowie on your side. You were done at that time as well. Mm. Yes, very much so, yeah, very much so. Fitted perfectly in that squad, but um, let's have your left-sided midfielder. Right, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to get slaughtered for this. <laughs> the, I could have had Gary Wilcott? Speed. Jason Wilcox. <laughs> I could have had Gary Speed. Uh, I could have had Jason Wilcox. I could have even had Jimmy Kebe uh, <laughs> in there. But on pure footballing ability alone... And I know what has happened with his moves. To me, this player has been the best player that's come through our academy oh, no, Ali, in our history. I, I don't want to particularly say it, but it's Harry Cure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to get sl- on pure footballing ability. Yes, yeah, I'll and give I, you that. Yeah. And I know I'm going to get slaughtered for it, but on pure footballing ability, and that's all. 
I'm not so part of the office. He should never have gone to Galatasaray, and I think yeah. he knows that. On pure footballing ability, in season 99-2000, Harry Cole was unplayable. Yeah. Some of the goals he scored were phenomenal. The one he got against Sheffield Wednesday with the outside of his boot that Chris kisses a crossbar. Yeah. Phenomenal. Villa won the Arsenal won. Yeah, Villa from nearly the halfway line just after half-time. Yeah. The goal against Arsenal, the, uh, the game that kept him in the Premier League. Just literally on football ability, he's the best talent to come through the academy for me. Yeah, unfortunately, he's ruined his copybook. I didn't like the way him and Bernie Mandich yeah. kind of masterminded the move to Liverpool and then going to the one team that, as a Leeds player, you don't go to. Yeah. Uh, he should never have gone to. But again, just on pure footballing ability. I've wrapped my brains for the left midfielders. <laughs> it's a tricky one. And I don't think we've... Unless I change my formation to 4-3-3, <laughs> which I was thinking of doing, but then again, I don't know who I left out. I've gone for Harry just again. Some of the goals he's got. He got Young Player of the Year in 1999-2000. Got injured in, I think, pre-season 2000-2001. Missed him a lot. 2001-2 was slightly back to his best. And then 2002-3, under Red Bulls and Reed, he came back to some of his best form. Yeah. He obviously went to Liverpool and, and did well at Liverpool. So, literally, on pure footballing ability, I personally believe it's the best young talent we've, we've had come through the academy at Allen Road. Yeah, I can't. I cannot disagree with his on on the pitch. The goals he yes. scored. We have a man on the post WhatsApp, and I watched the um, the Leeds versus Arsenal game. It was on TV the other day where we had to yes. win. Yes, yes, scored the yeah. absolute thunder bastard. And I, I put it in the chat like it's such a shame. He was such a knob because yes, and that's player. the other side of it. Yeah, and it's a shame the way he met, he his move kind of orchestrated to Liverpool because we all knew he was going mm. uh, and then obviously went up to that, that team no one to mention but again again, 99-2000 got a brilliant goal against Tottenham when he, he needed it chested it went on Ian Walker put it into an empty net mm-hmm. and he just grew under O'Leary as a player uh, and as I said the goal I think one against Crystal Palace in the FA Cup to Sellers Park when he turns the defender on the halfway line and just kept going and going and going yeah. and then and beats uh, the goalkeeper with a left foot drive in the bottom corner just brilliant it's just a shame what happened afterwards because for me I think he could have gone on to have a belting career at Leeds and yeah. I think he did well at Liverpool uh, still annoys me how he gets a Champions League winner's medal at Liverpool because uh, <laughs> exactly, he came off it? injured uh, in, a, in, in the final against uh, AC Milan in Istanbul but yeah just on pure footballing ability uh, he's, he's my left uh, left winger yeah Ali putting aside your thoughts on him as a Liverpool player what do you think about his time at Leeds he was one of the best young players in the country wasn't he I um... I don't think, apart from maybe Torres, I don't think there's been a player I've been excited about signing. Mm. It's Harry Kuehl. Um And that's why, obviously, I hate the time at Liverpool so much. Yeah. Because he didn't live up. He was nowhere near yeah. the player he was at Leeds. Um, yeah. Is, is there much point talking, Ross? Or are we just, is it whatever going to be released now that his name's been mentioned? <laughs> yeah, I will put it out, yeah. I can't I deny. have done on pure footballing ability, yeah. that's all. That's not on the after, the after yeah. stuff. It's frightening. I mean, his ability was. I mean, he was. We were in a, a, a proper battle with Man United. You were, yeah, you were. Um, and the fact that he chose us, it felt like a, a victory at the mm. start of the season. You know what I mean? Um, he he put he, significant in moments in, in his Liverpool career. But as for as you say, as when he was at Leeds, when he was that proper attacking winger, mm. when he was on the ball. I mean, that, that game you mentioned, Ross, um, against Arsenal. Yeah. Mm. BT the other week, wasn't it? Yes. Aye. And obviously, I, I went and watched it. And when he's running with a ball going past players, it's genuinely like a cheat code. Mm. You know, he glides. Um, he was just so good. Um, so quick. 
such a devastating finisher at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you can take away Harry Kuehl as a person, yeah, yes. I mean, he's you couldn't not enjoy watching him when you, yeah. up, you know. Yeah. And that's what I've kind of based it on yeah. as well. Yeah, I can't blame you for that. Yeah, um, let's start with your central midfielders. My first central midfielder is a player who had two spells at Leeds. Uh, should never have been sold in the yes. first place to Blackburn in 1993. Won the league with Leeds in 92. David O'Leary's first signing uh, as Leeds United manager came back, David Batty. Yep. Wow, what a player. Right. He was years ahead of his time. And I, th- I think I saw Phil Hay tweet that Batty had the McAuley role years before McAuley had that role. <laughs> yeah, was he, he was incredible. He was kind of the, the CDM in front of the back four and protected the back four. Scored, what, I think, four goals for Leeds to against City, Notts County, Middlesbrough. Just Leeds born and bred, Leeds in his blood. Uh, and again, he, I think he, he got injured against Newcastle in 2004 in his second spell and uh, unfortunately retired from then on in. But won the title in 91 2, uh, had a brilliant 92 3, sold in I think October, November 1993 to Blackburn. And then uh, I think they were even in a press conference when Bats came back, they should never have been sold. Yeah. Came back, got injured unfortunately uh, in 1999, 2000, came back in 2001. I remember a game against Deportivo, the game against Deportivo had a shot that almost hit the back of the net yeah. that I think Molina cl- uh, clung out of the air. Uh, and I think then after O'Leary, it was kind of frozen out, certainly by, Pete, by Terry Venables, and then came back under Peter Reid. But absolutely love bats. I know he did the clap for carries the other week yeah. uh, with Leeds United, which is fantastic. And again, another of my all-time heroes, and, and I'd say Leeds born and bred. We've got got a few more goals to his name. Uh, and I know yeah. it wasn't for the want of trying, but yeah, won the league. What more can you say? Playing the European Cup twice. Uh, Philly's not many players can say that they played in two different Champions League. Per, or, European Cup Champions League uh, campaigns, mm. uh, and yeah, played in the track show against Liverpool, uh, Wembley 92-3, and uh, just wholehearted displays, and again, you, you, you knew what you were getting with David Batty. Yes, yeah, 100%, you knew exactly what he was going to do. When we had him and Decor as Central midfield, it was... Oh, it, yeah, dreams. Yes, Decor was sensational. Yeah. Uh, he's missed the cut on this one, Decor, and I'll come to explain why, who I picked for the, for the next role, but yes. uh, Batty was just sensational, and... Uh, never shirked to challenge to David Batty. No, not at all. Ali, David Batty, he's a, a Leeds folklore hero. Yeah, I, I actually forgot he played for Leeds. Um, <laughs> well, I just remember, all I can remember is the Blackburn days. Newcastle. Uh, Blackburn. Mm-hmm. I was like a semi-Blackburn fan at the time. They were my second team because of Dalgleish mm. being in charge. Yeah, because they were so good as well with the players they had. And mm-hmm. Batty's another one, and in in it's why England have always not been successful because they pick the the glory names yeah. rather than players who are best yeah yeah very much so that's why Michael Carrick doesn't have enough caps either yeah he's not that name and Batty was one of those as well Batty at Blackburn so I assume he was the same at Leeds prior to Blackburn that's why they signed him yeah. was was arguably the best midfielder in the league yes just outstanding um, nothing fancy nothing flash just never misplaced a pass he was always in the right position Yes, he could probably added more goals, but that wasn't his role. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, very much so. And very much so. And why he's not looked at in the same. Yeah, and he could have got more caps for England again, as yeah. you rightly say from that era. He should have got more caps for England. Yeah, just forty-two. That's shocking, really. Yeah, for that era as well, mm. is surprising. But again, I don't think the picks on ability. I think the, the pick plays 
I might be wrong uh, that he could have played in Euro 96 and what have you, mm-hmm. but he never got the opportunity to do so. Yeah, absolutely love that pick. Who's partnering back to central midfield? Uh, uh, again, uh, I thought a couple here. Ole Dacor came very, very close. Yeah. Uh, but the player that, for me, the number 10 role, as I, as I want to call it, uh, just had everything. I've just about forgiven him for stop Leeds getting in a Champions League for his winning goal at Goodison Park <laughs> in April 2001 for Liverpool. Uh, I'm just gutted it didn't work out for him when he came back as manager, Gary McAllister. Yeah, just, wow. Just had... Just a midfield that had absolutely everything. Yeah. Some of the goals he scored, he's made uh, captain uh, 92-3. Some of the goals, because got a blind against Liverpool, led the side to the League Cup final in 96. Uh, obviously went to Coventry after that, went on, on managed Coventry and then went off to Liverpool. Uh, and denied Leeds getting to the Champions League, scored the winning goal in the, in the Merseyside derby in, in 2001. Just brilliant. You knew it again with McAllister as well. He had Batty in front of him, the back four, and he had McAllister yeah. sort of doing, doing the work after that. Had such left and right feet could score goals from anywhere and could see a pass from anywhere and just brilliant should have got more caps for Scotland obviously I know he missed a penalty against England uh, in your round six I think it's on TV this weekend yeah. uh, funnily enough gutted when he left for Coventry delighted when he came back uh, to try and finish the job off in 2007-8 yeah uh, Gutted that we couldn't get over the line in the playoff final, but Leeds always freezing finals, which is a, a story for another night. But just had everything. I love watching Gary McAllister play. Yeah. Uh, didn't really miss many games. I think he was an ever-present in uh, uh, certainly 93-4. Uh, and I think he, he goes down on the last ever-presence that Leeds have had in a, in a league campaign. Yeah. Uh, and just brilliant. Just scores goals left, right and centre and took penalties as well. And just had everything for a number 10 that you wanted to have. And again, probably with Howard Wilkinson, it was probably years ahead of other managers and again workers will probably get enough credit for that yeah really really classy ball player number 10 like you said yes do it with both feet wouldn't, wouldn't ever seem to be yes. into a sweat but we'll just score goals yes. anywhere pick a very anywhere. much so Ali, I, I, very I, much so but I, I love watching him and again I was gutted when he scored that winning goal for Ever- against Everton yeah. I think had, had he not Leeds have probably got into the Champions League that season could have prolonged the misery for a bit longer yes very <laughs> true very true Ali you probably don't remember him from his time at Leeds but his time at Liverpool he was only there for two years but he was class for Liverpool as well 35 years old he, he made Gerard the player he was yeah he, he did yeah uh, you know just having that experienced head um, just he taught him how to play midfield mm. uh, and Gerard's come out and said you know his his presence I, he was a player I looked at when he came to us thinking what are we doing you know we were starting to push on a manager of Coventry mm. <laughs> yeah man it feels like yeah um, but he was a great servant for us I, I, I vaguely remember the time it leads more so the Coventry days, mm-hmm. and I think he got as many Scotland caps as he could. We were just that bad that we didn't call, <laughs> so there was no games for him to play in. Yes, just qualifiers. Yeah, um, but I think he, you know, he was a great servant for us. Um, he was always that solid seven out of ten for Coventry. Um, you probably, you guys probably got his best days. Yeah, yeah very much so. Very much so. Enough of that. But if he was half the player. That what we had out of him as a man, as a player, yes. Um, then you know what you can't. And he's Scottish, so I'm all for it. I'm behind him. And I think if you look back at the second half of the 2001 season with Liverpool, scored against Alavesh, 
yeah. in the most ridiculous UEFA oh, yeah. Cup final I think I've ever watched. <laughs> Had a part to play in the FA Cup final with Michael Owen. Yeah. Uh, scored a brace. Scored some vital goals at the end of that two-hand final one season, obviously against Everton. Uh, and I think he's got a penalty in the penalty shootout against Birmingham uh, when he won the Wellington Cup in, in 2001. So he had a massive part yeah. to play yeah. uh, in your winning three trophies. So just an old outstanding professional, outstanding man as well. Yeah, he was huge under Hooley. Hooley, like, credits him highly. I mean, he's probably like Hooley. He probably doesn't get the respect he deserves. Yes, uh, yeah. But, yeah, he was crucial to us. And as I say, massive part in Gerrard's, you yes. know, coming through career. Gerrard Very much so. But his captain as well, so he kind of needed that. Yes, definitely. You know, beside him. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great bit. To me, that's your, my, my favourite pick of yours. Yes. So, uh, for my sentimental side as well. Very much so. Very much so. Julio described him as his most inspirational signing. Yes, he would have done. He would have done. And again, that said, that second half of that 2001 season, he was just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, he had the part to play in all three trophies. And then he, I think he scored in the charity shield the following season when he beat Man United in Cardiff. He did, yeah. From a penalty spot. So just brilliant. Just brilliant. What a player. Right, let's get on to the money positions. We've got two strikers. Right. Unfortunately, three don't go into two here, and I had three that I wanted to pick from, and it was very, very difficult. And there was one choice that I was really stuck on. The first one we've already mentioned him sort of off air came in July 2000. Obviously, we just sold Hasselbank to uh, yeah. I think Atletico Madrid for 12 million in the summer of '99. Michael Bridges came in. I love Bridges. Oh. Got injured against Besiktas uh, in the Champions League and was never the same player. And then, lo and behold, we spent six million on uh, this player from Glasgow Celtic. Took a little bit of time to settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't quite fully fit. Went to the Olympics with Australia. Came back, and my God, he came back as a different player. Yeah. Uh, and I know, sorry for Liverpool fans, but it's Mark Viduka, <laughs> who I just adored watching. Uh, he wasn't the most skillful, but my God, he could win a game on his own. Yeah. Sorry, because oh, he's had in his head. Uh, <laughs> the, four, the four goals he scored in that game was just phenomenal. And he just went on a run, and you knew what you're getting. Him and Alan Smith in the Champions League season terrorised European defences, and I mean top European defences, the likes of Lazio, AC Milan, Real Madrid, just just unbelievable as the Dukes. Yeah. And it was a shame that it just ended a little bit sourly when he got sent, sent off at Bolton mm-hmm. uh, in 2004. But to me, he'll always be a hero, could hold the ball up well. He was a natural centre forward I loved watching him play and again he could turn again on the sixpence and of course November the 40,000 will always live along in the memory yeah. uh, for all the right reasons so sorry but I had to pick him which <laughs> is probably one of my all time favourite strikers watching Leeds United there's, there's two goals like a, as a Leeds fan that have brought me to tears and it's Beckford against Bristol Rovers and it's yes. Mark Verduca against Arsenal which was two yards offside but we won't yeah, care about that don't worry about that that's not important yes that was, yes Martin Keogh, yeah. that game saved us for that season and it was absolutely incredible yes. and, he... and if you look back on that season as well yeah. when when Reedy came Viduka kept us up single handedly mm-hmm. he scored in virtually every game I think by the Southampton game yeah. uh, that we lost 3-2 at St Mary's and I remember there's this great story that we beat Fulham 2-0 uh, a week before the, the Arsenal game, Viduka actually turned up 10 minutes late to the game and Viduka goes into Reed's office and says, I'll score you some goals tonight. Go and be able to get two goals. And that's the kind of, he just could do it. He could just turn it on when he felt like it. And I absolutely loved watching him play. It's such a shame. I've heard stories on the square board this last past couple of weeks of like 
the, the biggest European clubs been interested in him and him just not being bothered, just wanted to stay at Leeds. Was yeah, happy. yeah, and I loved watching him. It was, it was just unbelievable. As I say, he could turn again on a sixpence and just when, once he got going, he got going. He got our first goal against Besiktas uh, in a 6 0 victory and he never looked back after that. And it took him time to settle, of course. Coming, coming from Celtic, coming from up north. He wasn't fully fit, I think you can admit that. Went to the Olympics, played with Australia, came back and he, he was raring to go. And once he, he got going, I think he scored 20 goals in, what, two of the three, two of the four seasons. He was at Ellen Road. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, just... The, the one thing that was good to him, he got sent off against Leicester when we lost when we won 3-2. Mm. And I remember I spoke to Simon Johnson about this game because the Dukes missed the Portsmouth game where Leeds were... Basically, they lost that game and that kind of, kind of killed them and Sammy Johnson was up front. Yeah. And I always made 10 of the Dukes played up front against Portsmouth. I think it could have been a different story. Mm-hmm. But it was a shame that it ended that way uh, and he eventually ended up getting relegated at Newcastle as well. So I had a good spell at Borough. Scored some brilliant goals at Borough. Won against Birmingham City that he, he smacked in from virtually the corner. <laughs> uh, the corner of the air was brilliant. But yeah, I, I love watching Mark Duke play. I mean, Ali, you can go if you want. Me and Andrew just talk about Vaduka for another hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know my thoughts on Mark Vaduka. He is my all-time favourite lead striker. There's been some good ones. There's players that I'd consider now that have since retired since I last did this, but Vaduka always wins wins out the day for yes. me. Yes. Yes. What do you reckon to big Mark Vaduka, Ali? I can't believe he's been mentioned twice. In the <laughs> of, of all the players. Do you remember his spell at Celtic? He, he, do you know what? He, he did, eventually he did. Um, yes. He was a bit temperamental whether he was actually going to come. Mm. Yes. Um, he was too stressed to move originally. It took two months to make his debut. Um, but once he got going, his first full season, he was... 24 games 28 games. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, big, just... He, he, yeah, he was, he was perfect for Scotland. Mm. Uh, had a little temper tantrum <laughs> when we lost to Inverness Cali Whistle. Who were Division Three at the time? Wasn't that the headline where it went Super Cali Go Ballistic Celtic Are Atrocious? That's the one. Yeah, lost. <laughs> yes. to, I it was. He refused to come on the second half through his boots in the bin. His boots in the bin. Yeah. Um, but like, there's no taking away the, the the player he was. Some of the some of the appearances he had for you guys. Yeah. Obviously, the most notable one for me, especially, is that four three Liverpool game. Yes. Uh, I, I was playing golf that day, um, and just I was listening to the the game on the radio and just every time we took we equalised or we I think we went 2-1 up is that right? You you went 2-0 up uh, Hippier and Christian Ziga Ziga then gave the ball away for the Dukes first the Dukes and equalised 2-2 Smeech then made it 3-2 and the Dukes got 3-4 and, yeah. and just just a crazy crazy game of football I can just remember shouting I was like like <laughs> yes players, you know like that snobbery you've got when you're a you know, you're a Liverpool fan, and it's just like... Yes. But I just, to me, the biggest shock is Mark Viduka has been mentioned twice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that will haunt me for, for life. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've got another Liverpool fan, uh, Leeds fan coming on this week as well, so we're getting ready for maybe a third mention. We'll see, we'll see if he brings him to the table, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Viduka's up end, top. Viduka's the most named player in 11 pieces yeah, of me. I'm going to make it Excellent. Um, now, the other, the other one, I've, I've, this is my time a few sleepless nights. I could have gone Lee Chapman, but I don't remember watching him play too often. Yeah. I could have gone Alan Smith for what he did in Europe. I could have gone Tony Yeboah just for his two goals against Liverpool and Wimbledon. Yeah. I plumped 
for possibly the players have, in my opinion, probably got the hardest shot that I've ever seen <laughs> a Leeds United player take in Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Yes. Wow. I know he was only there for a couple of seasons, and again, it ended with, with contract talks, and also him going to, to Atletico Madrid in the summer of 1999. Gee, he could hit a ball, yeah. and if when he hit a ball, it stayed hit. And... Wow, again, scoring his debut against Arsenal in 97 98. I think he got 20 goals uh, in both seasons. Yeah. Uh, just incredible, scored a very important, some very important goals for a scored. A brace at Anford and a 3 1 victory, scored against Man United at Old Trafford, uh, which ironically was Legion United's first ever goal in the Premier League at Old Trafford, I think, in six attempts. <laughs> uh, so he just, just, again, you knew what you're getting from, from Jimmy. The only down point was he missed the penalty against Wolves in the FA Cup in 7-8. Yeah. I maintain if we won that game, I think we'd have got... To, I know we'd play out to beat Arsenal in the semi-finals, but I think there might have been an opportunity to get to Wembley. So, yeah, just just had a shot that was so, so hard. Uh, and again, in the, did it in the Premier League era, in the, in the top of the Premier League era as well. Scored some blinding goals, only one against Nottingham Forest from, from the edge of the area that he smacked in. Uh, another one against Chelsea the season before. And just again, had the all-round game and a strike. I think there's a story that George Graham always tells. His scout Ian McNeil went to Portugal. Uh, or I think Ian McNeil in Broomfield, I remember which it was, went to Portugal, went to scout him. You've got to see this player. One game, bang. He's gone on his debut against Arsenal. Again, took a bit of time to settle in. But once he got going and obviously scored in the fourth victory against Derby, got the equaliser when, when Leeds were 3-0 down. So uh, always very happy, happy memories of Jimmy. Yeah, that second season, he was the most angry man I've ever seen celebrate. Oh, he was. He was. Really he was. He was. He just like nodded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I scored, right? I'll nod. Yeah, get and on with it. That, that was Jimmy for you. And <laughs> yeah. again, you knew what you were getting with Hasselbank. And again, another player that I, I really enjoyed watching playing. He's shot. If you were going to get behind that shot, my God. Yeah. Uh, I think you might have a broken hand. So yeah, I <laughs> love watching Jimmy play. Yeah, that's a great choice. And remember much of Jimmy? Probably more for the Chelsea time, I'd imagine. Yeah, the Chelsea and Middlesbrough time. I didn't actually, until Andrew mentioned him at Leeds, I actually had no idea. Um, that, yeah, um, he's a phenomenal player though. Um, I can I quite believe all the temperament stuff because I think I kind of followed them round. Mm. Yeah. I kind of had that bit of attitude, bit of bit of ego. But as we said with other players, you know, you kind of need that to be. Yeah, very much so. And I think a striker is a special case for that as well. You mm-hmm. know, they're such sen- sensitive souls are strikers. Very much so. so very much so. And he was, yeah, I picked me that But As you say, I, I remember the, the Chelsea years, especially that year they, they picked us to, you know, that... The, last the Champions League, game. yeah, yeah. If I remember right, him and Zola, I believe. Yes. Were pivotal that day and they... Massive, massively, they massively. Um, so, I, no, that's a great pick. I mean, Hasselbank for you, Ross? Yeah, I absolutely loved him. I, I was really disappointed that the way he left and... Yes, very acrimoniously went to Atletico Madrid. But the good thing is, when he came back with Chelsea, he never scored against Leeds. Yes, so he must have had a uh, must have had a soft spot. Yeah, uh, good, yes, <laughs> but, but I think Bentford had a hard one every time he played against Leeds <laughs> uh, and getting sides to the crowd. So, but yeah, I, I could have gone for Yeboah. I just felt with Tony that when he threw his shirt at Tottenham, he lost yeah. a little bit of respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get him on the goals he scored were phenomenal. Uh, yeah, like just come out. And I, I loved what. Yeah, I loved your bow, but Hasselbank just for me. I think I had to pick three up for another gone for Viduka, your bow, and Hasselbank. <sighs> but Hasselbank just, just. I think you'd have got eighty goals between those three. But Hasselbank just. Three. Yes, Hasselbank <laughs> just shaves it for me. That's fair. There we go then. Um, any any guys that kind of uh, just missed out for you? Yeah, uh, your bow. 
uh, Gary Speed, yeah. uh, Woody just missed out, Alan Smith, yeah. uh, Dakar uh, missed out. Again, I wanted I wanted to pick players that have done it at the highest level, yes. and that's kind of why I've not picked not any championship players or any League One players. Yeah. Because yes, don't get me wrong. The great players, what they did, Betford always go down the annals of uh, Leeds history, scoring the winner at Old Trafford, and what he did for Leeds was brilliant, but he did it in a lower level. These Mm -hmm. players that I've picked have done it in the Premier League and in the Champions League and certainly in the European competitions as well. Nice. Ali, just run through that team for us. Uh, Nigel Martin in goal, uh, Gary Kelly right back, Lucas Roderbuma captain, with Rio Fernand Antonio Dorigo at left back, Lee Bowyer, David Batty, Gary McAllister, Harry Kuhl, Mark Viduka and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank up front. So, yeah, I think that'll have been a good team to watch, actually. Uh, uh, I think there'll be about 50 now, so I don't think that'll <laughs> probably happen. But, yeah, it's been great fun. I love going through the archives and trying to pick teams. And I actually woke up about half three last night thinking, do I go Hasselbank, do I not get killed, will I get slaughtered for it? But, do you know what, everyone's got a different opinion and, and I think that's what's great about doing things like this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ali, what do you reckon to that team? I think as I think I mentioned it when we just finished the defence. I think it just shows how unlucky Leeds were. But I think this mm. it goes. I think Leeds need to work on contracts a bit better because okay. that's <laughs> yes, really I've heard tonight about every player. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's a shame that I think it was only Gary Kelly that uh, that stayed for the longevity of the career. Mm. Uh, one man player, so one man club, should I say? So yeah, but that's that's football nowadays. Contracts dry up, and they want to go. Players want to go elsewhere for. For more money, I think that's just the game that we live in at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we finish, Ali has a little quiz for you. Yes, yes. Yes. So Andrew has on his Twitter, which is yes. at LUFC stats. Yes. Uh, can name every league's league game from 1989 in order. Yes. Well, well looking up about a league today, just so oh, God, yeah. I have I have picked out four games from okay. different games. Yes. I'm going to give you the date. Yes. Like who they played and what yes. the score was. You I can say now, I'm not, look, I'm not looking at anything. I've got my face on front of the, tele, the, the telephone screen, so yes. Yeah, we've right. got so, the video one, we can see him. He's not cheating. Yes. yes. So the first game we will go for is the 25th of January, 1993. Oof. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal 2 leads to Speed and Chapman. Well, I've not got the goal scorer, so I'll take your word on them, but the result is <laughs> spot on. Right, second game. Yes. 13th of December, 1997. So I'll say the date again. 13th of December, 97. 13th of December, 97. 13th of December. 27th of April, 2002. Oh, 27th of April 2002. Derby away, 1-0. Spot on. <laughs> and last, for the full house. Yes. The 17th of August 2017. Ooh. The 17th of August 2017. Oh, God. Well, you should be able to get this as well. It's only two seasons ago. It's only two seasons. It was amazing you can remember the uh, previous. I'm trying to think what date the it's season kicked off in 2020. It's been a long couple of seasons, Ali. Stuff happened it's certainly has. <laughs> I believe it's the second or the third game of the season. So it's, it's a league game then, isn't it? I will see, yes. So, okay. I want to say it was nil-nil. I'm going to go for nil-nil against Fulham. 
I'm going to now think it might have not been a league game if that's the case then. <laughs> uh, was it a League Cup tie? Let me, yeah, let me just double check. So you can, I'll give you a second go just in case. What was the date again? The 19th of August. 19th of August. 2007. 19th of August. 19th, 12th. 5th, 12th, 19th. <laughs> Sunderland 2-0. It was indeed, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, a week, a week after. Like, you know. Yes. Ridiculous. That is impressive. Yes, yeah, so that's all off the top of my head as well. That is off there. I thought yes. I would stop you with the latter one. Yes. <laughs> well, you need to get a mask well, thank on, you for having you? me on. It's been very enjoyable. I love reminiscing. And it's yeah. been really, really good. I just hope I don't get slots of Harry Kill, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> we'll tweet out the team once the, once the podcast is out and it'll be up on Twitter. Fabulous. Give us some retweets and shares. But Ali, where can people find us on social media? Actually, Andrew, before we go, do you want to give anything a plug? Yes, uh, I've just uh, I completed my third book uh, in October. It was a centenary book, uh, 100 Years of Leeds United. It's now been re-released. It's on Amazon uh, as well. I think it's for £25 on Amazon. So if you want to get in, uh, a copy, get in contact with me and I can sell that. I have got some copies in my flat that are uh, ready to be sold. So, yeah, and you can find me at uh, LDFC Stats on Twitter. Awesome. And Ali, just give us our final plugs then before we go. Yeah, thanks again for joining us, Andrew. Um, no problem, thanks for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we are at Man in the Post on all social media. Um, and depending on when you're listening, just check out the latest podcasts that are out. Everyone, hopefully football is coming back to normal. Uh, yes. And we can get the up-to-date podcast. And, but just now, just listen to everybody's podcast is out. And Again, if you want to join the podcast, just hit Ross up or hit Man in the Post up. Yep. Uh, anything for yourself to plug, Ross? No, that is all. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts. There's three or four coming out every week. And, yeah, lots of uh, 11 pieces of me coming soon. We've got one with a guy from The Square Ball. We've got one with CM9798. We've got all sorts of stuff coming out. So just keep listening, subscribe, and rate and review. You can find me on Twitter at Ross1984. You can find Ali on Twitter at AliThompson84. Is that right? Correct. Look at that, yep. spot on. And yeah, so until next time, uh, it's goodbye for me, it's goodbye for Mally. That's goodbye for me. And goodbye from Andrew. And uh, we will Thank see you. you next time. Always remember to keep your man on the post. Lovely.